0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America, NA member FDSE.
1: Welcome to the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. For those of you new to the show, we are here to raise money for the nonprofit organization Called Up, whose mission is to give disadvantaged young ballplayers the equipment they need to play the game we all love. We also want to unite communities by improving or rebuilding baseball facilities in areas suffering economic or environmental hardship. At this time, you can support by purchasing t-shirts and other baseball-related apparel and accessories from 9plusus.com. 10% of all these sales go to the cause. Again, that's 9plusus.com. The number 9, P-L-U-S-U-S dot com, 9plusus.com. We hope you enjoy this episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, brought to you by Nine Plus Us. Welcome to this week's episode of the Baseball Together Podcast, Baseball Family. I am Brad, and I am actually flying solo this week. Uh, I gave Brig the week off because of Thanksgiving, and I thought I'd do something fun here with what we're calling our grab bag episode. Now, this is something that we've teased a little bit over the last few months. Um, It's really going to be a kind of a compilation of I guess you could see some bloopers, um, some deleted scenes, things like that. Uh, stuff that just didn't make it into the final cut of the podcast. So you're getting a little bit of a peek behind the curtain here. So let's take a listen to this first, uh, this first segment. This was something that was cut out because Brig made me swear not to put it in the episode because he was worried about something he had said about the Yankees, and he didn't want to jinx it. So here you go. Have a listen.
0: Okay, so, but that, see, we're trying really hard to figure this out. Yeah. Whereas... Yeah. When you go talk about L.A., it's like, well, everybody. <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> they've been there the last two years. <laughs> they all know what's going on. They all know how to handle it. They all mm-hmm. have the maturation done, over with. So yeah. there's no yips there. None. That's right. And I think that that'll be interesting with these baby bombers up against a, a really super
1: tight seasoned Dodgers team. hmm Yep. Absolutely. That would be the perfect series and the perfect yeah. series to watch yep let's pray for it every night every every single night <laughs>
0: <laughs> well god's a yankees fan so it should be easy uh-oh <laughs> <laughs> i'm just kidding
1: just hey you kidding. know last time i said god was a russell wilson fan he immediately threw a pick so well that's true Well <laughs> watch watch that's what good. you say there I didn't say that. You can cut that from the record. I'll cut that whole part. Okay, thanks.
0: Because <laughs> if that gets out into the ether, we're all screwed. And Baltimore will come back and win the whole thing. It's yeah. the, to...
1: the absolute last thing we want. <laughs> but it <laughs> would hold true that. to the Buck-Showalter firings, right? Didn't he get oh, fired yeah. last year or was it two two years ago? Two years ago. <laughs> A year or two after you fire Showalter, you go on and win the, win the World Series. <laughs> yeah.
0: Joe Tori knows all about that. Yes, he does. Yep. Oh, my gosh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just spun around three times as well. <laughs> Throw salt on your shoulder. You yeah, little dance. I, I have salt here. Okay. And I have every totem and prayer shawl and rabbit's foot and everything i'm spinning my top right now left counterclockwise
1: this will be a great segment for the grab bag yeah (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) oh my gosh i'm so excited to put that together oh my gosh that's gonna be awesome
0: (laughs) oh my gosh it is gonna be awesome you cannot air that until after the season is over oh no i wasn't planning to do it till like november Oh good, cause if you if you put it up at, during the World Series and it is Yankees Dodgers, I will straight kill
1: you. I will fly to Idaho and kill you. <laughs> the Yankees are up 3-0. God is a Yankees fan. The Yankees have blown another 3-0 ah, lead.
0: Jeez.
1: <laughs> Can you see oh
0: the just the heartache worldwide heartache? It would rain for a month straight because oh, all man. the angels would be so sad, <laughs> and the ones in Anaheim.
1: oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> For a, rain for a month in anaheim nothing but yeah, blue skies and sunshine in la <laughs>
0: <laughs> i can't believe you know i can't wait till we talk about the homerism the topic because it's one of my favorite things to talk about
1: oh it's so fun i love talking like, about homerism because in my
0: opinion like the if you're a national broadcaster mm-hmm. there's no room for homerism Right. But if you're a hometown broadcaster, TV or radio, oh, especially radio,
1: yeah. my
0: gosh, you gotta just be as excited as possible. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it kills for me. sure. Kills me how many how many guys and and now gals right they hold back. It just mm. bugs well, it's me because they're trying. Like, to, they're
1: just... trying so hard to get to the next level that they don't want to. well, I could be professional. No. Yeah, I know. Show it off. But, I mean, Just show come... it off. Just show it off. Yes.
0: If look, if you're a Cubs broadcaster, you should be yelling at the top of your lungs when the Cubs they used to do that. And now oh, yeah. it's this whole journalism mentality where we have to be fair and unbiased. And I'm like, no, not when you're
1: the hometown guy. Yeah, no. You don't need to be um un... you don't need to be unbiased as a hometown guy. Yeah, no. Yeah. Um it's like the Mariners guys. They, uh, they are so up and down with the game. It's the yeah. best. I love listening to them. It's so fun. That's what it should be. That makes it yeah. more fun and more. It's more enjoyable. It's more engaging.
0: Yes. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. But... So,
0: put that in your grab bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I used to say. I, you, I I used to say, put that in your prayer and ponder it. <laughs> Or put that in your blog and post it, right?
1: Yeah, that's a good one. I heard put that in your pipe and
0: smoke it one day, and then Mm -hmm. I was like, no, put that in your prayer and ponder it. (laughs) It's so good. (laughs) Oh, man, I love that.
1: That's so funny. All right, I'm getting low on battery on my mic. Yay. So let's wrap this up.
0: I'm getting low on battery in my brain.
1: (laughs) It's probably about time for dinner. (laughs) Oh, yeah, for sure. All right. So, let's see where were we? <laughs> okay, this next segment is something we just kind of stumbled across and you heard most of this conversation in the episode, but Brig uh got a movie quote wrong from one of our favorite baseball movies. Have a listen and uh see if you can tell what he got wrong before I correct him. So, um, eventually it's going to happen. So, the only thing the only thing that has to happen is somebody has to win a World Series on a stolen base. You're right. Like once that happens, everybody's gonna go back to running bases. Yeah. And I yeah, pray for it every night. Point. Every night before I go to bed, <laughs> yeah. I pray for it. <laughs> <laughs> I have a a Jobu style
0: shrine set up to small ball. Nice. In my office. Very nice.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Are you, are you are you giving him the right rum? It's really good rum.
0: <laughs> and my wife is so pissy about the cigars. But I'm like, it doesn't matter. Like if she understood the the stakes here, she would be sm- smoking with him or something. I don't know. <laughs> She'd at least rolling appreciate it herself. It more. <laughs> yeah. I don't get that. It's just she's so ungrateful sometimes. Yep. About what Jobu does for us. Don't piss off Jobu. No. Don't take his rum. And Jesus Christ can't throw a curveball. He can't Can't
1: hit a curveball. Yo,
0: <laughs> hit a curve. Dang it! Now you have to edit that out. I'm not allowed to have gotten that wrong. <laughs> you saying Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? It's <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite lines in all of cinema history, and I got it wrong. It's a good oh one. I love it.
1: There's so many, so many good, good ones in that movie. Oh my goodness! Oh my Did goodness. you
0: know that that actor, and I for whatever reason can't think of his name right now, uh-huh. is still remembered most in his whole career? That is the that the is the line he's remembered for. <laughs> and it's he said i think he said in an interview a while back that that's his favorite line he's ever delivered on screen <laughs> ever it should be it should people be stop people stop him and ask him
1: to it's say it to...
0: <laughs> and he does he obliges them because
1: he thinks it's awesome that's amazing yeah that's so amazing i love it's it so funny have you seen major league to... two yeah um so i saw somebody. of you that it... me
0: yeah. Just asking. Hey, I saw that movie you I was like, me?
1: 10. I I'm just making <laughs> so <did> sure. <laughs> it's one that I feel like people forget about. And there's oh, so yeah. many gems in that movie, like like the dumb catcher, for one. Yeah. Uh, when he makes the roster, he goes, hey, hey, Willie, I made the rooster. I made the so rooster. I'll, I'll say a rooster sometimes when people look at me funny. Like, it's a movie. <laughs> that one. And then also Parkman, you know, the guy that they trade for, and then they trade him to the White Sox?
0: Yeah.
1: Avila on... Place for the Rays. Looks just like him. Really? Yeah. Look it up. Looks just like I'm him. Look it up. All right. He has that stubble beard and everything. And I'm just like, <laughs> just waiting for it to do that little shimmy. Drives all the women in Tampa <laughs> Bay crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: oh man, baseball movies. <laughs> they are the best. They are the best. Um. Well, let's take a break really quick. How about that? Let's take a break. Yeah, I think it's a great idea. We'll be right back.
1: Okay. This next one is actually something that I heard on another podcast. I thought it was funny and I thought I'd give it a try on ours. And it just happened to be the episode where Brig was out and Quinn was subbing in for him. What I did was I slowed down the audio to about half speed. Um, It's a good laugh. Uh, It sounds kind of funny. It does sound a little bit robotic just because of what happened when I slowed it down. But I hope you enjoyed this as much as I did the very first time I listened to it. Here you go. Welcome to this episode of the Baseball Together Podcast Baseball Family. I am Brad, and Brig is out again this week. We're hoping that he has a a speedy and great recovery. So I have a very special guest with me again this week. This is a new guest. This is the aforementioned in episode 14, Quinn. Say hi to the baseball family, Quinn. Hey, baseball family. How's it going? You know they can't respond to you, right? Oh, oh, this is... (laughs) Wait, how does this work? Are we live? We're live right now, but recorded when they listen. Oh, I thought that said live. Okay, my bad. It's just reminding you to live, Quinn. So much of this intro on this next clip, uh, you actually heard in the final episode. Um, Brig gives us a nice little nugget, a little peek behind the curtain for the military, for the Army specifically, uh, the artillery, uh, talking about red legs. But then the, the conversation kind of takes a little bit of a turn, and we start talking about guys in the big leagues who kind of fit that artillery, uh, I guess you could say persona, right? So this is a, this is a conversation that kind of took a little bit of a left turn, and uh, here you go. Have a listen.
0: Uh, I don't think so. I think yeah. it's a red-leg thing is
1: where their team yeah, name came from. it is. It is.
0: Which, but. to us Army people, means that they're in the artillery.
1: Oh, I did not know, know so, that.
0: Yeah, in the Army, you call artillerymen are called red-legs.
1: That might make sense, then.
0: They even wear a red stripe. If you're, you're an NCO or an officer, you even wear a red stripe up your dress blue pants instead of a gold braid. They wear a red braid. Oh, wow. a red stripe. Yeah. Part of why they're red legs. But anyway, that's like unnecessary history, I guess. But that's the only thing I can associate.
1: Well, that would almost make sense. I mean, you want your baseball team to be kind of like artillery, wouldn't you?
0: You'd think, right? These days you do. I don't think it's always been that way.
1: No, definitely not back in the 1800s either. Bryce Harper pulled the trigger last night, though, man. That dude. Jeez, yeah, he did. Jeez.
0: He should be on some list. That he should have to register himself anytime he's within a hundred meters of a baseball. <laughs> you know what I mean? Should have to yeah. announce himself. I just so you know, I'm on this special list. Because Registered I baseball hear offender.
1: Baseball's very hard and very far. <laughs> <laughs> Registered baseball offender. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it be taken so many ways. <laughs>
0: well, that's what I was going for. <laughs> yeah. Come him out in May, he has to update the list.
1: <laughs> Every spring training, re-register.
0: Yeah, that's right. <laughs> He's got to update his, uh, where he'll be.
1: Yeah. <laughs> MLB's tracking his movements.
0: Yeah, for sure they are. So is the media. You know? yeah. It's public yeah. now. It's public. Yeah. Public knowledge.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, should we wrap it up? Okay, this next segment is actually our longest from this entire episode. Uh, it's continued conversation from the dream League that I actually cut because there was a good spot to cut it, and uh, I took a bunch of this out, but you can you kind of get a little bit more information a little bit of insight as to what we think about the Dream League and what we think will be happening with it
0: yeah that's in well oh, so denise denise cantu in the group she she said that she did kind of this analysis this breakdown of which team has the or taken the biggest hit. And the uh-huh. Reds, the Cincinnati Reds are taking a, a massive hit. Yeah. Yeah. Because I they're... saw
1: that. And Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, I was, I was going to say, I, I wonder if um, the thought that I had connected with that is I wonder if there's a um, a player development issue. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Because the Reds are not good, have not been good for a while, and don't seem to be like they're going to be very good soon, anytime soon. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, that I wonder if Major League Baseball was like, well, you know what, this this pipeline isn't really developing its players anyway. Let's go ahead and get them a uh, a system with better facilities so that they can develop their players easier. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know if that's necessarily the case or not, but that was that was the first connection I made with the Reds. Hmm.
0: I'm uh I'm really upset about the Charleston River Dogs. Mm, yeah. Um. Because I haven't been to a game yet and I want to go. So, but d- we're going to have to thank Denise profusely because she did a ton of breakdown for us. And mm-hmm. the way it works, thank you to Denise. Again, she gave us uh, this the numbers are the Cubs and the Rangers are the only two teams without any of their minor league system impacted. Like, nothing is affected for yeah. the Cubs and the Rangers. And then everybody else you know is getting
1: hit pretty hard nobody more than the reds um, right and that and that's that of course is right now because some of those teams like they're if they have an advanced rookie or a, a short season a team um they could very well be forced to change affiliation and then bump up somewhere totally you know yeah. so there are some other implications there that it's kind of a wait to see what happens there of course so,
0: Notice the Durham Bulls are not on here.
1: Oh, no. The Durham Bulls (laughs) will never be contracted or moved or anything. Too famous. Too famous. But, you know, going back to the Pioneer League, I'm I'm looking through this list again. It's like most of the Pioneer League. Like there's the Idaho Falls Chuckers, the Missoula, now the Paddleheads. They used to be the Osprey. They seriously changed that name like maybe a month ago. Right. And now they're like possibly going to be gone. No more. Yep. It's possible. I don't know. Interesting things with this. It's gonna be. It's definitely gonna be something to pay attention to, keep your eye on, and uh, see how it impacts everything going up above that. Yeah. Because my my biggest concern with it is the reason Major League Baseball is as good as it is is because it's so hard to get through that the Seven levels of the candy cane forest, if you will. <laughs> like, it takes forever yeah. to get through the minor leagues, it's really hard to do, it, and only the best of the best of the best do it. And yeah. if they're taking away any of these levels, it's not going to be as hard, and the product at the major league level might not be as good. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's going to be the case because they're going to be cutting down on the number of guys that even make it to the bottom level of minor league baseball, but still, like, that's part of the reason major league baseball is so dang good. I agree,
0: I that's a great point. I hadn't thought about it that way, that's perfect. My biggest concern is not, is removing potential fan experience, right? I want, I don't want, because some of these teams, even if there is a dream league set up, they'll fold.
1: Yeah. They just will. will. Because
0: they don't have the backing of minor league baseball anymore. Exactly. And so financially, uh, socially, you know, there's a lot of reasons that some of these teams are going to fold and it almost feels like this dream league thing is just a big pat on the head. And it's the way well, and, to, it's the way to avoid the antitrust situation with Congress.
1: Yeah, and the other thing too with it is it you you've got the G League with the NBA um, that until like a couple years ago, and it used to be the D League. The reason it's the G League is because Gatorade dumped a bunch of money in it to uh, keep it around. Yeah, and it was it was a frenetic mess. There was hardly any organization. Like oh, yeah, you would have three teams, three NBA teams feeding down into a, a D League team. And they just kind of like, oh, yeah, well, you think we want him tonight? So they would pick a guy off that team who may or may not have had any affiliation with that team to begin with. You know, like, yeah, it was such a mess. And, and I worry that that's the, the dream league. You know, it's officially going to be the D League, I guess, for baseball. That, that's what it's going to be. It's just going to be a mess. And I know it's undrafted guys. Sure. But so, but yeah, it, it could just be a, a big mess. OK, so why don't we do this
0: then? Why don't we expand? Why doesn't Major League Baseball expand? Let's, let's retain these teams, keep them in the minor league affiliate system. Let's upgrade those that need to be upgraded. Go ahead and base it on geography. Go ahead and make your economic analysis. And go ahead and move some clubs to different cities if they just cannot draw a crowd. I got it. But give us two more Major League Baseball teams. Create some jobs, right? And mm-hmm. then give these clubs baseball. Give these cities and these fans baseball. Keep yeah. the, keep them yeah. around.
1: Yeah, and the only thing that that stops, like the only issue you, ha- you have with that, is that you think about how much the these the major league owners are paying these players down all the way down through the levels. Yeah. That they're paying guys who are never like they're not even there to make make it to the major league level.
0: Some they're of only them are.
1: there to fill out a roster.
0: So some of them are there to, as sparring partners. Yeah,
1: it's absolutely true. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, and owners, I think, have just gotten sick of paying those guys.
0: Well, okay, so let's talk about that. I'm glad you brought that up. So the lowest paid minor league baseball player in the whole system is paid $1,100 per month. The minimum salary for a major league ball player is five hundred sixty three thousand five hundred dollars in the twenty twenty season.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: So, is it really that much of an investment? Like, and I know they're penny pinchers, and I got it. They're running a business just like all of us, and it's just the way it goes. You have to look at the the economy, but but why not move your club, right? Or why not? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think that. I think that if you're paying these guys who are who are being exploited, let's just call it that. These players are being right, exploited yeah. for months out of the year. There's no labor law. There's nothing protecting them, saying they don't have to work more than 40 hours a week or anything like that, like there is in every other corporate scenario. Right. These guys are getting paid $1,000 a month, $1,100 a month. To, and, and are worked to death on the back of a dream that we know only a few of them are actually going to realize. So, so I, it just, it's for me, I'm upset because here we, we have, we have the haves saying, saying, well, we're sick of paying these guys. And then we have the guys that aren't getting paid anything. You know what I mean? On the other end mm-hmm. going, what do you mean yeah. you're sick of paying me 1100 bucks a month for five months?
1: Yeah, and here's the other thing, too, is there is the potential for these teams, for these Dream League teams, to make it and be successful. Because you look at the St. Saint Paul Saints, that is an independent independent league baseball team. Totally. And they are incredibly popular. Yes. Incredibly popular. The Sugarland Skeeters, they have drawn former major leaguers to play on that team. Roger Clemens pitched on that team for a while. Yeah. Independent League, incredibly popular. Well and then so, on the
0: other side with the college teams, college summer league, they, yeah. We've got incredibly yeah. popular teams there too.
1: And those guys aren't even getting paid. <laughs>
0: right, exactly.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's about as cheap operation as you can run. So there is a there is the possibility, just because people love baseball. Yep. Right. That it can that it can be just fine. But also at the same time it's it's tough to be like, oh, come, look, come watch the the Mariners' Prospects because you're like, who are these guys? I don't know. Yeah. And you've really got to get gimmicky with it because that's what independent league does. I mean, we, we call it the circus because that's what it is. It, it, it it's is. gimmicky to draw people to come
0: watch. Totally. And it works, So, but it's a constant it
1: slave, slave job, right? Like you're constantly slaving over attention-getting devices. Yeah, yeah. You've, you've kind of got to put on the red nose. Yeah, exactly. Just to play some baseball. So, yeah, it'll. like I said, it'll be interesting to see how it unfolds and, and watch it uh, over the over the next couple of years, it sounds like, um, because I think they said that they wanted this to be in place before, what, 2021, 2022?
0: I heard it was 2021. I don't remember. Yeah. But it's close. That's a season away. Yeah. That's a season
1: away. Well,
0: and then so you've got to figure we'll out all the collective bargaining crap that goes along with this. There's a yeah. lot to this. This is a very, this is a very complicated topic, and what we're being told is probably a fraction of the actual story.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's literally the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as always. So, like I said, that was our longest segment of this grab bag episode. Um, moving on to this next one, uh, it, it's kind of a, a conversation where where we we're a little bit uh, venting to one another about what we think about. Uh, advanced stats and obscure stats that are so common in baseball. uh, The the conversation does get a little bit silly and it kind of takes a a few turns here and there, but go ahead and have a listen and and see for yourself. I did hear something funny about this this week. Um, Okay. So somebody, (laughs) I think it was ESPN, you know, really reaching for a stat here. I thought it was funny. They said, said, he is the first player with the last name Yastrzemski to play left field since his grandfather. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, it's such a common last name
0: oh just yeah
1: <laughs> which yeah okay. it's cool but i think you would know if you had any cousins or anything like
0: <laughs> listen let's take a moment and i don't care if you put this in the grab bag or not but here's here's the deal i am sick and tired of bs statistics in baseball this yes. is the first time in a lunar eclipse year <laughs> that we've had a player in left field at Fenway on the third Thursday of the month who is left-handed. It's amazing.
1: And he didn't make an error. I'm like, what the freak is that? Have you, have you ever watched Little oh. Big League? Yes. <laughs> they make fun of that throughout the movie because they have this like one of their uh one of their like production assistants in the background, you know, feeding the guy stats and one of them is like, "Well, here's here's a fun stat for you. He's batting 275 against right-handed pitchers north on turf north of the Mason Dixon line."
0: Right in the month of September, yeah, and or I think whatever. they even
1: say like since a certain day. It's like yeah, like since Wednesday. The PA in the background, you can see the PA in the background, like getting everybody's attention. Like yeah, check it out, check it out. That's mine. And they're like, oh, very interesting. <laughs> it's oh, like, nice. No, I I can't stand that crap. I'm so sick of it. I totally agree with you. It it got to go.
0: It happens every day.
1: Yeah, it does. It does.
0: And I don't know. It, it there everything's the first time ever, yep. or everything's the first time since, yep. and it's either this really super ridiculous extreme or it's absolutely superfluous and it makes no sense. The ones and that the ones it. that
1: always crack me up. He's the tenth person to do it in the live ball era. Oh, oh, that. <laughs> wow,
0: wah, <laughs> wah, we wah.
1: <laughs> so how All many right. times it happened before? Then nobody knows.
0: Nobody knows we don't talk about the dead ball era. <laughs> yeah.
1: Anyway, sorry. Go ahead and we'll move on. So, before Brig and I record each episode, we sit and we talk for a few minutes, kind of catch up on the week and things like that. Um, typically, we record it uh, just in case we catch little gems like this. There are a few here and there that I didn't think were quite right for the grab bag, but this is one that actually fit perfectly for the grab bag. Um, we specifically noted that when we had this conversation, we thought it was a, a fun little conversation to include for you guys. It's uh, a little throwback to a story about me in sixth grade. I couldn't find Briggs' side of the audio, so you'll just be hearing my part of the story. Here you go. So I was in uh, sixth grade, and we were learning about tabloids and like basically fake news, you know, like the like the Weekly World News and the National Enquirer and stuff like that. About, like, and the one that my teacher showed us, she's like, they just use Photoshop and they put this stuff together. She's like, like the uh, the alligator boy. She's like, it's just Photoshop. They just paste those, they just cut those pictures out, paste them together, and then they have the alligator boy. So we had an assignment. We had to come up with a fake story. We had to find two pictures and put them together. And there are, you know, there are a couple kids whose parents, you know, this is 1999, a couple kids' parents had Photoshop and they were the rich kids in class. So they came out back with these really awesome awesome projects that that were like seamless and you couldn't even tell because their dad probably did it for them. Um, But me, I just, I didn't have any pictures that I wanted to cut out. Like there are some people who like combined pictures of friends and made like a monster or whatever. And so I, my sixth grade self, I wanted to be a sports writer even then. So I went to the sports section of the newspaper because I read it every day anyway. And I found a picture. We lived in Utah. We found it. I found a picture of Shandon Anderson. It was like his team mugshot. I cut that out. And then I was flipping through, and there was—I kid you not—this great big half-page picture of Paul O'Neill. Um, and it was like his follow-through on a swing, like he just hit, the, probably just hit the ball to right field, whatever. And so I cut Paul O'Neill's head off and put Shandon Anderson on it, and my—and <laughs> it was—it looked so funny because um, <laughs> because his head was smaller than the body, <laughs> and Shandon Anderson's mugshot. He had, like, um... like this surprised look on his face. It's like his eyebrows were up. And, and so uh, my headline was, Paul O'Neill really Shandon Anderson. And then the story, uh, I made it so that, like, he hit the ball so hard that his mask fell off. And, and it was revealed that Paul O'Neill, who's been playing for the Yankees all these years, is really Shandon Anderson, Utah Jazz, small forward or something like <laughs> that. And I even, like, wrote up, like, this Joe Torrey quote, like, we've all been with him for years and none of us had any idea or something like that, but we don't really care because he's such a great player that it just doesn't matter. (laughs) Something like that. (laughs) So every time I see Paul O'Neill, hear his name, whatever, I think that he's really Shandon Anderson. Like, I always remember that. And that was, oh, gosh, that was 20 years ago. (laughs) So uh, that's my my uh, experience with Paul O'Neill. <laughs> He's really this next clip is actually a bit of a blooper reel. And let me give you a little bit of background so it makes sense, so you understand what's going on here. So when Brig and I record, we each have our own audio tracks. Uh makes it easier for editing. It's a little bit cleaner that way. Um, and And when I put the podcast together, I have to line up the audio tracks to make sure that the conversation is actually flowing and working because sometimes our tracks uh we don't we don't push record at the same time anyway what we did to do that was we we did a clap so that there was a spike in the audio and the amplitude so that i could line up the the conversation a little bit easier um we actually stopped doing that and this next clip is part of the reason why because we struggled with it a little bit here you go all right let's go ahead and get started you want to lead us in this week sure all right go right ahead Whenever you're ready. Oh, let's clap first. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I drank a bang right before the right before the live. Oh, nice. So I'm ready to go. You're up
0: there, man. You're ready to go. I like yeah. it.
1: Yeah. Alright, ready? Three, two, one, clap. We should do that again. Yeah, we should. Three, two, one, clap. Damn it. <laughs> do it again. Three, two, one, clap. <laughs> Last time. Brad! Take four. I did it wrong. Totally did it wrong. (laughs) Three, two, one, clap. Welcome,
0: baseball family, to the (laughs) Baseball Together podcast.
1: So in this next clip, you're going to find out that it's very evident that Brig does a whole lot more reading than I do, and I do a whole lot more listening than he does. So what you're going to be listening to here is evidence of somebody reading a name and pronouncing it wrong but that pronunciation gets stuck in your brain and you're not able to change it to the correct pronunciation. So, it, uh, well, l- let's just have a listen. Let's see how it goes. A
0: maximum number of pitchers will be designated by the joint committee and the journalist Jeff Passan who reported this, oh, he Jeff says Passin, that Major yeah. League B. Yeah, Jeff Passan thinks. Um, I didn't know that's how he pronounced his name. Cool.
1: Yeah, I listen to him a lot. On or he comes on Levitard a lot and he also does a killer Elmo impression. It's so funny.
0: (laughs) I read his stuff on the athletic, so
1: oh, he's awesome. I love that guy. I have
0: a lot of respect for Passan, I guess, is his name. Cool. (laughs) So, uh, Jeff Passan, he reported that the league is proposing passing,
1: you know, what passing, like passing the ball.
0: What did I say,
1: Passan, like on Corky Romano? It's 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 Pissant. (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, now his name's Passan.
1: <laughs>
0: Just kidding, Passing. It's like it's the French. ball.
1: It's French. Passing the ball. Good freaking. <laughs> sh-
0: okay. <laughs> Let me start over with this whole thing. Just kidding. Okay. I won't repeat the whole thing. Passin. You're sure?
1: I'm positive. I heard my him brain.
0: Say that. My brain I throws a wrench say- when you say that.
1: I know it's weird with the spelling, but I'm 100 percent certain it's passing. I've heard him say it.
0: Okay. Uh, How about this? Three, (laughs) two, one.
1: It has been reported that the league
0: has proposed no more than half a team's players can be. pitchers.
1: So Brig and I are not that old. Okay, let's just square that away first. But sometimes we feel old. We feel like our bodies have been put through quite a bit. Brig, much more than mine, and he talks in this next clip about feeling old. Raise your hand if it's relatable. Oh, it's getting late there. It's all good i mean i know you'll be up watching the game anyway but i
0: didn't last night <laughs> <laughs> i figured you went to bed I, I did and then i woke up to pee and i was like oh <laughs> and then i went back to bed <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. about to i'm about to write an article about all the reasons i know i'm super old now <laughs> you
1: should you should
0: because i'm like not okay i've had two back surgeries there's that but but, and I'm retired, officially retired, so yeah' so lucky you, but on top of that <laughs> um i was we were watching all the rocky movies. did I tell you we did a marathon? oh yeah, 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 and now my favorite parts of Rocky are the boring parts. <laughs> I'm like the fights and the montages are cool, but I want the personal stuff. I want to see the pain. And I want to feel like he, when he had his kid, you know, and they're yelling at each other, I want to see that. That's my favorite part. When Adrian goes down in the pet shop because they're about to have a kid and then she's in a coma, and I'm like, damn, I get you, man. My wife is sick too, man. It's so relatable now. See? I so, And then I was like, you know, I I relate to people based on aches and pains, you know, more than anything. I re- <laughs> it's just really, I can't stay up for the World Series anymore. Oh, man, the list goes
1: on and on. It's so funny. <laughs> I'm putting this in the grab bag, by the way, because that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: so old. Oh, my gosh. I forgot Break you were recording.
1: Being old. <laughs> oh, I forgot you were recording. My language got a little
0: out of control. You might have to bleep me or something. Uh, That's (laughs) all right. I've got
1: got the dump button saved. We're fine. There you go. Excellent. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. That's funny. That's funny. (laughs) This next segment is the final of this episode. The reason I chose to put this at the very end is because it's very fitting with how our episodes go. We record at night, typically. Um, It gets really late for Brig, so we can get a little bit i guess you could say a little bit sleepy as the episode goes on uh those those bang energies that we drink kind of start to wear off sometimes because it does take us some time to record and uh well you'll see what it's like because this is one of our episodes at the very end we actually wrapped right after this happened yeah it is very dense up in the northern part of the US in that in that area with ohio and new york and and, and new york pennsylvania, pennsylvania. illinois yeah.
0: Pittsburgh is in Pennsylvania (laughs) Sorry I couldn't think of it I was like well And then there's Pennsylvania And there's Ohio And then there's don't forget about Pittsburgh
1: Oh and Cincinnati
0: Yeah don't forget Um, about Cincinnati Cleveland (laughs) There's
1: also Ohio Uh, There's also all those teams In Ohio
0: (laughs) You know, my geography
1: found... ain't what it used to be, but... <laughs> <laughs>
0: Was it you that said the Florida?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I wanted to make sure you guys are going to be okay during the hurricane, so I said, you know, my geography ain't what it used to be, but I think South Carolina's pretty close to Florida.
0: <laughs> no, you said the Florida. Oh, the Florida? Did you I say said the Florida. The Florida. <laughs> So when I replied, I said, the Florida. and it shows you how well I reread called... my text messages. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this whole thing called Georgia that's kind of new. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. A nice little <laughs> buffer zone. That's good. This nice little <laughs> gap.
1: It is new. When did they add Georgia? I don't remember. I don't even know, man. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't on the last map I saw, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think so. <laughs> Not oh, specifically outlined, yeah. at least.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's all I have for this grab bag episode. I hope you enjoyed it, baseball family. We'll do this again next year. Uh, let me go through and do the obligatories. Don't forget to stop by the shop, shop.9plusus.com. We've actually recently dropped the price on everything for you guys. Um, really, we just want it to be more readily available to everybody, so we decided to just across the the entire shop, across the entire landscape, we dropped the prices on everything. Uh, you can thank Brick for that. He's the one who came up with the idea. He's the one who's put in the, the hard work to do that. Um you can shop t-shirts and get ready for spring training. You can shop sweatshirts to get you through the winter. We've got something for everybody in sizes all across from onesies all the way up to four and five X depending on what you're looking for. You can also stop by baseballtogether.com. Uh if you're having a hard time with your podcast app, feel free to stop by baseballtogether.com and have a listen. And speaking of the podcast, don't forget to like, subscribe, rate, review, let us know how we're doing. If there's a topic you want us to cover, submit to our mailbag or just shoot us an email. Uh, support at nine plususcom com and baseball family this was a lot of fun to put together i look forward to doing the next episode like this next year and uh, we'll get back to it to our regular episode next week and we'll catch you then baseball family